So last night after I got off work, I had to go do some podcast work. So right. I I strolled into the kitchen and I was like, mm, yes, I need some some editing juice to get my my <laughs> editing on. And I pulled open the uh-huh. fridge and I, I pulled out a bottle bottle of Pepto Bismol. <laughs> How did that work out for you? Really well, I think. You know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding. So feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. A Harry Potter fanfiction podcast. All right, we we must waste no time. We must waste absolutely zero time getting yep. into this first thing that we have to talk about. We have to talk about it now. <laughs> you you you're looking at the outline. You yeah. know what I you know what I'm saying. Look, you know what I'm talking about. Here's the thing. We've made no secret of the fact that we are very stupid, <laughs> but I think we do have to just kind of apologize generally yeah. to the world yeah. Yep, for just like how stupid this one was. See, we have been sort of like batch recording these um, mm-hmm. early in the month, so yeah. we haven't had time yet we, in episode to deal with this. So sorry if you all thought we were uh, completely ignoring the fact that George Harrison exists um, and that you've all pointed out to us, all of you, several times <laughs> that we just completely forgot about fucking George Harrison. You know, the, the most famous band of all time and their yeah. lead guitarist. Um, Some really stellar work by us, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) What else did we fuck up? You've got more stuff in the outline. I do. I do. This is not a thing we fucked up. It's just a thing that I wanted to point out. Yes. So one other thing from the previous episodes, we talked about the band Tattoo. And I just wanted to say really quickly, thank you to the person who sent us an email. We will not be adding that song to our playlist because that the members of that band have some really, really questionable political ideals. Woof. And so we will not be adding that song to the playlist. We could do a cover here. Yeah. We need to find an acid oh, jazz is- cover. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't. What did I just do? I don't know what you just did. Was that a song? That was the song that was playing in my head, and not the okay. song. <laughs> no, it was not. I was like, oh, you're just gonna rewrite the song entirely. You're not even trying to do a cover. This is like a. <laughs> nope. That was just whatever like song plane. is playing in my head right now. I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. Oh, no, wait, I do know what it is. It's Zombie by the Cranberries. (laughs) A far superior tune. There you go. That one's going on the playlist instead. Yeah, that's going to go on the playlist instead. Man, I am on. I am in a great place to be recording a podcast right now. I'm awake. I don't just Uh like have a bunch of random thoughts going through my head that aren't applicable (laughs) to anything. I know what we're talking about. I'm listening. Uh, I'm engaged. Whoops. Ooh. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> there's there's another a new what a, a good song for the playlist actually i quite like that song um do we want to add a beatles song to the playlist too just to, just because like yeah you know, we what's one up. that what's one that george george wrote let's just say a title of any george harrison song here we go while my guitar gently weeps how's that Excellent. Great tune. Fabulous tune. Going to add that. <laughs> Going to add that to the playlist. Um, thanks, everyone, for everyone for pointing that out to us. And <laughs> we hope we've made significant uh, reparations. Um, <laughs> one more thing uh-huh. before we get into the fan fiction portion of our fan fiction podcast. Mm hmm. I just wanted to say really quick, I don't know if anybody else, any of you fanatical fam are going to be there, but I am going to be at the U.S. Quidditch National Tournament in Salt Lake City uh, this month. It's going to be the 23rd and the 24th of April. So if y'all are going to be there, any of you, come say hi. I'm going to be wandering around watching Quidditch, heckling, drinking, Mm. who knows. That's how you usually spend your time at Quidditch tournaments nowadays. Yeah, drinking and heckling. That's that's uh, <laughs> that's my main function. So <laughs> nice. It's funny. You 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 you've been talking about Quidditch Nationals for a long time. They announced that it was going to be here a long time ago, right? I feel like it was supposed to be in Salt Lake in 2020, oh, and then 2020 happened. I and see. then t- it was supposed to be Salt Lake in 2021, and then 2021 happened. Right. So. Here well, we you, are. You, you told me earlier you were going to be in, in in town at the end of this month. And I was like, oh, nice. Sequoia's going to be in town. How fun. I'd completely forgotten why. <laughs> I've been talking about this for two years, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. There is a, there is a specific purpose. <laughs> well? I know we've got some, some Quidditch players out there that listen to the pod. So I hope your team made nationals. And I hope I see you there. Nice. Best of luck, everyone. All righty. I don't think we have anything else. I don't think so either. Other than to say, hey. Hope you're doing well out there. I hope today. everybody's absolutely slaying it. No, you are. I know you are. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get into this shit. Are you ready to make some predictions, Sequoia? As always, no. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, here are your clues. I refused to put the link to the fic in our outline so that it wouldn't have the title there. And right. Because I wanted to get your live reaction to this title. Ooh, okay. Which is Avila's fate. Ooh, 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 oh, ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that good shit. We love to hear. It's, we love to it's hear good. it. Uh, the genre is romance. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. Straight romance. <laughs> and this fic came out. The time period is actually pretty funny for this one. Chapter one came out pre-Half-Blood Prince. Chapter two uh-huh. came out post-Half-Blood Prince. Came out what? Like, in the weeks around Half-Blood Prince's release. And I kind of suspect that um, <laughs> they have an author's note at the top of chapter two. That's like, uh-huh. I wrote a whole chapter and almost posted it before realizing it didn't work with the first. So I'm wondering if maybe Half-Blood Prince kind of... <laughs> Oh, infiltrated. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Infiltrated their brain space. Absolutely. That's very funny. So that's your time period. Yikes. Uh, 
I feel like it's just like such a cop out though to like guess all the stuff that you would usually guess for a Vila fan fiction. Look, it not every fic that I read you has to be something strange. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, that was a bonus episode. Well, <laughs> well, if you want to know what something strange is, go check out the Patreon. That was that was some feed. really nothing clues. Go ahead and get <laughs> get the hat trick. Go three for three. Okay, I believe in okay. you. Okay, excellent. Guess number one. This is a dreary fan fiction. Excellent. Guess number two. Um, Draco Malfoy is a Vila. Guess number three. Uh. <laughs> Someone in this fan fiction will find out that they are Avila, despite being like in their mid-teens. Awesome. <laughs> nice work, my Damn friend. It. Let's do yeah. this thing. Avila's Fate. Chapter one. Pre-Half-Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can see how Half-Blood Prince would maybe color the way you might write about uh, the couple that we're about to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can. (laughs) I do see it. Funny, funny. And then you're like, oh, no, wait. I actually just wanted to keep writing the fan fiction I was already writing for Capital (laughs) Prince. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Chapter one. Draco stepped onto platform nine and three quarters. His of head... course he did. <laughs> of course he did. He's here. Yes, we all knew it. We're all here. We all guessed it. Look, it's, everybody gets a point. I hope <laughs> everyone three for three this. I believe in all of you. <laughs> we all have the power. <laughs> His head held high as always. He walked through the crowd as though no one was there. Draco Mm. had his mind set on one thing, or rather, one One person. person. Harry Harry Potter. Potter. (laughs) I hope you got to sync those up in. Good luck syncing that up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to sync that up in post. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is a dreary. Good job. Of course it is. What else? Yes, would yes, it be? yes, yes, yes. Two points for everyone. <laughs> right, Draco's on platform nine and three quarters. He's not. He doesn't give a shit. Just looking for Harry because he's got something yes. important. It would be the first time Draco saw his boyfriend in months, <gasps> and it was summer holidays. Right, and there, I, I assume that there, that Lucius isn't gonna just be like, yeah, you can go down and visit. Smooch Harry boyfriend the- Dursley's yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can have Harry over to Malfoy oh Manor oh my gosh I would I don't know that I've seen a fic where that happens and I want some where yeah. Harry comes to well, visit I mean, hypothetically Voldemort is there <laughs> just a bit <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> like as a like as a comedic thing you know and they're like oh gotta hide Harry and Harry's like hiding behind a potted plant <laughs> And then he comes out and they do some smooches and they're like, oh no, there's Death Eater. And Harry's like, under the table. (laughs) I like that a lot. Also, that could like really pair up with with a a sort of please not while I'm in the shower scenario (laughs) where like Harry goes in to use the bathroom or something and Voldemort (laughs) forgot to lock the door and he's in the shower and he's like, Potter! Yes, but he can't yes, find yes, his yes, wand because yes, yes, he's yes. in the shower. You know, we we oh, all yeah. know what's going on yeah, here. We, that's, that's how that would go. Why not? <laughs> uh, it would be the first time Draco saw his boyfriend in months. And 
with everything that Draco had discovered over the summer, he was slightly <sighs> apprehensive about seeing the boy he had grown to love. He found out that he's a Vila, even though he's in his <laughs> mid-teens. You guys. <laughs> I love that this fic starts out with them already boyfriends, though. I think that's an interesting yeah. place to start. Usually, I like it. every single fan fiction is a get-together fic, right? Yeah, and I was going to use one of my predictions to guess that like, they had one of those, uh, like, destiny soulmate mm. blah 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 mm-hmm. um which i mean still might be on the table it's but not, it's yeah it's not less... off the table but they are already yeah. dating <laughs> yeah something he found out something over the summer sequoia i'm a little sad that the that the title gave the game away as much as it did i like it <laughs> he was slightly apprehensive about seeing the boy he had grown to love There was Mm -hmm. so much riding on that first touch that Draco (gasps) almost didn't want to see Harry at all. Oh, is he going to like imprint or something? (laughs) 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 Who knows? (laughs) Draco's a baby duck today. That's why he's not looking at anyone else. He's like, I can't look at anyone else. Oh, wait. No, he said touch. Okay. (laughs) One touch would tell him if he and Harry could spend the rest of their lives together. But Mm. there was a chance that when he touched Harry, he would feel nothing. And Draco (gasps) didn't want to feel nothing. Not for Harry. Oh, this is a very stressful scenario for a little baby duck. (laughs) Yeah, he's about to find out if he's going to be able to stay with Harry forever or if they're going to have to break up right this fucking second. Exactly. He's like, Harry. And he reaches out and touches his face and then he's like, we cannot be together anymore. Yeah. Well, this doesn't have the angst tag. So I think that probably tells you a little bit about where we're probably going. Yeah. I mean, I, I... I am confident that this fan fiction would not do that to me. <laughs> well, what's going to happen right now is we're going to go into a flashback. Hell yeah. Father! Father! Draco yelled. <laughs> Sprinting down one of the halls of the infamous Malfoy Manor. Oh my god. <laughs> what? What is happening to him? What? Dr- Lucius's eyes widened at the sight of his son. He's Fuck. got wings. <laughs> He's got wings. He's got wings. He's got wings, my friends. I love that you can just see. We all know the exact shape of the rest of this book, basically, at this point, right? There's no, there's not even, no reason for me to even read any of this. Might as well cut the episode here. We're here done. we go. It's over. Thanks. Wrap it up. <laughs> Bye. No. I'm um, <laughs> Fuck. Narcissa, come here. <laughs> what is going on? Draco asked, panicked. Oh my gosh, these three Malfoy scenes. I've done yeah. something stupid to myself. <laughs> yes. It's Narcissa, Lucius called again. Yes. <laughs> Narcissa turned like the corner. Three times. 
tones in the same voice? I don't know what. Who's doing this? It's hereditary. <laughs> Why? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Narcissa turned. These are the voices I've always done for them. <laughs> they just aren't usually just... all in the same room. Yeah, it sounds so silly when they're on the same room. I love it. Narcissa turned the corner and reacted to her son as well. However, instead of shock, her face showed joy. Oh my! They are beautiful! What color are they? Yeah, you don't get to know. No! You you pick. Oh. Silver. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> They're silver. <laughs> They're silver. They're definitely silver. Oh, this must come from Narcissa's bloodline then and not Lucius's because hmm. Lucius seems out of his depth. Yeah, he's a little like, what is happening? Beautiful? <laughs> what are you talking about? They're awful and they hurt. Make them go away. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also I feel like mm-hmm. his main question, there's a bigger question. Yeah. Like, wh- why? What is happening? <laughs> hey, everyone, <laughs> what is happening? Uh, calm down a bit and they will go away. I don't want to calm down. I want to look like a human. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say you don't and you aren't. Narcissa said. <laughs> I feel like she's not being very understanding. <laughs> yeah, no. This is kind of rude. <laughs> also... Uh, I thought, you know, the like, oh, the physical transformation brought on by puberty and, oh, you have to calm down because it's triggered by strong emotions. <laughs> oh. Such a trope. Isn't that good? That is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Narcissa said, though she didn't sound sorry at all. She's not being supportive. No. She's actually being kind of a butthole about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's startling if you don't tell your kid that like, all right, one day you're going to wake up one and day. there's just going to be like wings, big old right? wings. Well, they have a reason. Hold for the text. Kind of. You know, eh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> a reason. Yeah. Father, tell me what's happening. Why do I have wings? Draco, you're part Vila. What? <laughs> <laughs> Always the shock. Always the absolute shock. (laughs) Yeah. Your mother and I both have recessive traits. Oh, both of them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're both they're both both Vilas on their uh, mother's sides. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sure. So. And it's it just is a trait that maybe it's a recessive trait, so it just mm-hmm. sort of comes. So neither along of them if it comes along. Exactly, neither of them are Vilas. Oh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think that that's how that works. No, doesn't so. seem to be. <laughs> from what we know, from canon, whatever. We knew there was a chance, but we thought it wouldn't happen. 
Oh. So they didn't bother to tell him because they didn't think it would happen. It but I happen. don't think that's actually how it works. You do probably need to tell your kid, like, hey, there's a chance that, that you're when gonna you're, like, wake 17-ish, up with, with wings. Yeah. You're going to wake up with wings. But it's unlikely, probably. But if it I does don't know, happen... let's do a punnet square. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out how likely this is. Uh, aren't they supposed to have mates? This is a first question. Number one question. First question. Draco's <laughs> <laughs> oh. got his priorities in some direction. In a Harry Potter direction. That's yeah. his entirety of his priorities. Yeah. <laughs> He has one priority. <laughs> Aren't they supposed to have mates? I don't want to be stuck with some stupid fuckhead for the rest of my life. <laughs> what does he think is going to happen? You know, he's going to figure out that he's fated to be mated to Neville Longbottom. Mm. It's a chance. There's a chance. Hated to be mated. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite things to say. (laughs) You will have a mate, but it's a common misconception that Vila only have their choice of one. Narcissa replied. So you are... You do have mates, but you have multiple multiple soulmates. Oh, okay. Soulmates? Eh, whatever. Eh, it's kind of yeah. soulmate adjacent, I would say. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I prefer this, definitely. Yes. This then is? It, yeah. This something is something better. You, I, I, I have never seen a multiple potential soulmates not in like a polyamory situation. Right. Just in like a you don't have to be with this one person. You can yeah. choose between There are a lot of people multiple who people. You, you probably yeah. are compatible with. And but you do, but you do have to. to you do have to, to pick f- one of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Harry? <laughs> do they know about Harry? Lucius's eyes narrowed at the name. I think they do. <laughs> oh yeah, they just don't approve. <laughs> he may not be a choice. <laughs> but because yeah, no. I say so. Not they do not approve. <laughs> uh. Lucius, Narcissa scolded when she saw the look on her son's face. Oh, like, oh so no, sad. my boyfriend. <laughs> Draco, since you are with him now, it is highly likely that he will be a possible mate. I make no promises, but it is very likely. Oh, see, she's being a little nicer now. Yeah, she was a butthole earlier, but now it's Lucius's turn to be the butthole. (laughs) Is Lucius ever not a butthole? No. Yeah. (laughs) No. And that's the end of the flashback. Back to the present. We don't get, like, tildes or anything in this story. They just wrote flashback, (sighs) present time. Uh, Bit of a shame. <laughs> we can pretend there still does. Um, I'm really excited to see. Uh, now I'm nervous. Yeah. Yeah. 
That conversation was why Draco's stomach kept nodding itself tighter and tighter. No one could see it, but Draco was panicking. <laughs> I like to think that he's walking through, like, thinking he looks so so oh, uh, cool yeah. and yeah. No and way. really, he's just sweating. Yes. <laughs> Eyes darting around, sweating bullets. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, okay, Draco. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Draco, a voice called, causing Draco to nearly jump out of his skin. Draco took a deep breath and looked up to see Harry smiling and walking toward him. But Draco didn't smile back. <gasps> Don't touch me, Draco said. Oh, Draco. <laughs> Draco said softly once Harry was close enough to hear. Hurt bled through <gasps> Harry's features, causing Draco to add, Not yet. <laughs> Gotta steal himself emotionally. Exactly. That not that he hasn't been doing that the entire time he's been wandering yeah. around the platform looking for Harry. <laughs> Poor Harry. Draco looked at Harry, feeling the love for him that he had since they had first kissed last year. He didn't know why they had, but that didn't matter. <laughs> he just did. What a get-together story, am I right? That's good. That's good. (laughs) They just, like, walked by each other in the hall one day and started macking. (laughs) Like you do sometimes or whatever. You know, uh, this author was like, who gives a shit about get-together stories? You all have read a million of them. Who cares why they got together? They're together. Draco's Avila. (laughs) Here we go. You know what? I'm proud of them. I respect it. He didn't know why they had gotten together, but that didn't matter. What mattered was everything that had happened afterward, including this. Slowly, Draco reached up, (gasps) stopping his hand right next to Harry's cheek. (sighs) He was as close to Harry as he could get without touching him. Draco, what? (laughs) (laughs) Harry's like, why are you being so weird? Yeah, he's got his hand hovering next to Harry's Uh face, and he is sweating. Uh (laughs) Draco placed his hand against Harry's cheek. The smell of spring overwhelmed him. Images of children playing in parks, of people walking dogs, of teenagers (laughs) playing ball all passed before his eyes. Weird. Then all he saw was Harry's face. Harry and Draco's love smells like springtime and children playing in the park. Children playing in the park? Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. I have expected it to be like, and a unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) A unicorn appeared and then, uh, yeah. They've they've picked a really interesting way to kind of like visualize and conceptualize of like the soulmate stuff, I think. Yeah, I mean... Uh, like children playing and stuff like that is mm-hmm. like a, a springtime. Sure. Right. People are out and about and mm-hmm. it meshes visually with the thing that um he's mm. smelling or whatever. <laughs> but like also weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I think anytime we start talking about smelling, it's uh, getting into like, a, hey, maybe don't smell them so much kind of territory. Stop smelling the people you like. Or maybe smell them more. <laughs> maybe. Uh, One of those is probably right. Maybe. <laughs> 
I love you, he said before wrapping his arms around Harry's neck. I love you too, Harry said, surprised by the show of affection. I thought you'd be excited to see me, but this is a bit more than I expected. (laughs) You're my mate, Draco said, relieved. (laughs) What? Harry's like, that is not the word that I would have used. (laughs) Interesting choice. (laughs) Yeah, like vocabulary. What's happening? What? Like, friend? What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you aren't yet, but you can be. Draco hugged Harry again, still not explaining what's happening. Draco, we need more explanation. Yep. Harry held Draco and let himself be held for a bit longer, but seeing as how oddly Harry was the only one thinking straight, he needed to make sure they got on the train. <laughs> and then they missed the train to Hogwarts. And then <laughs> they just made out on the ground for a while. Yep. What? On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go find a compartment and make this whole thing make sense to me, Harry said. (laughs) We're not sitting with Weasel and Granger. Okay, we're still doing that. (laughs) The old Draco was returning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They wouldn't sit with us if we tried, Harry said, grabbing his trunk and Hedwig. Womp womp. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, we are in one of those Ron and Hermione don't approve of dreary zones, which is always a bit of a shame. But also kind of like Draco is a fuckhead. And if we don't know why they got together, then... Yeah, especially if we're not going to get a get-together story. (laughs) Like, listen, we were having a perfectly normal day. Then Harry Mm -hmm. just started making out with Draco in the middle of the hallway. No one knows why, including themselves. (sighs) Oh, So Harry grabbed his trunk and Hedwig, and Draco also grabbed his things and started walking toward the train. Suddenly, Harry's (sighs) voice was drowned out, and all Draco could do was smell. What? It was the smell of Christmas. Uh Uh-oh. Images flew about his head. A tall, extravagantly decorated tree with presents around the trunk. (gasps) A warm fire with a large wreath over the mantelpiece. A cocktail party in a large (laughs) dining room with a vaulted ceiling decorated so thoroughly that the walls and ceiling were barely visible. And I want you right now to guess who this is. Who the fuck is Christmas? Okay. Who's um, Christmas? Shit. Christmas? Mm. Not just any Christmas, like a very fancy, extravagant Christmas. This Christmas is wild and out. And also, (laughs) this, this like sensory experience he's having. Mm-hmm. is on another level from this sens- sensory experience right? he just had with Harry. Yeah, Harry's was kind of like, I mean, it, it felt kind of hairy, honestly, like kind of quiet and just a nice day. Right. And this is like extra. You know, what I want more than anything in this world, say it, <laughs> say it, is for this to be Blaze. Right. <laughs> but I am going to put in that I think no, I'm just going to say it's Blaze. Great. I have no idea who the fuck this is. <laughs> there was no way you were ever going to guess. Are you ready? So he had his images. They flashed uh-huh. through his mind. Christmas, uh-huh. Christmas, Christmas. Then there was 
Hannah Abbott's face. What? What? <laughs> Hannah's here. <laughs> wow. I was never going no to way, get right? that. Right? Never. <laughs> wow. Hannah, Hannah Abbott, Abbott is the incarnation of, of Christmas. Christmas. And not just like <laughs> Christmas, like Christmas. Yeah. Oh, just you have a soulmate for like every every season. A soulmate for every season. season. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Um Wow. Okay. I'm sorry, Draco, she said quickly. Draco just stared at her, shocked. He felt for her. Not like he felt for Harry, but something was there. Oh no. It didn't seem like his feelings, but the feelings of someone, no, something else. Something inside of him felt lust mm. and attraction and like, but not love. Huh, okay. So his Vila instincts, like, lurched towards Hannah, but, but he's like, no. he still doesn't love her. He doesn't love her, he yeah. He gets to sort of exactly. pick that experience. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. For whatever reason, Draco knew that his Vila instincts couldn't feel love. Only he Mm. could. Okay. Draco. Harry's hand grasped Draco's, and suddenly all the Christmas was gone and replaced with the very faint smell of spring. (laughs) Are you all right? Hannah asked. (laughs) She was reaching out to touch Draco in a comforting manner, but Draco jumped away from her hand. I'm fine, Draco said quickly. (laughs) Uh. Okay. Hannah felt a great sense of loss. Oh, she feels something as well. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That wasn't common when it came to Draco. Just like the need to comfort him when he looked so scared. She's like, why am I feeling like this? Yeah. Hannah shook her head and walked away. (laughs) She was like, no, I don't want to be with you. And then she's like internally crushed a little bit. Huh. But she's like, why is this happening? Well, I was like, like Draco. Really- yeah. <laughs> Actually, fuck that guy. Are we going to have a, like a series of interactions like this? Uh, who's to say? Amazing. What was that? Harry asked. She could be my mate too. Oh, Draco, you need. He still to hasn't explain explained Harry. what's going on. <laughs> a wave of jealousy washed through Harry like he had never felt before. Harry still doesn't know what's going on, but he does feel irrationally jealous about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, checks out. Let's go, okay? Draco nodded. There was nothing he wanted more than to be away from anyone that could make him feel like that again. You can't just like go throughout life not having anybody ever make physical <laughs> contact with you who is not Harry Potter, though, my dude. <laughs> You're going to have to sort through this one. All right, chapter two. I think this one's going to get a bit of kind of summarizing just because we're coming up on time and this one's a little bit, I don't know. It's kind of a lot of restating of stuff sometimes. Okay. Anyway, chapter two. It didn't take Harry and Draco long to get settled. Their trunks were placed on the rack held firmly in place by spells. The doors were locked magically so they would not be disturbed. As the boys (laughs) sat together, abandoning one of the two chairs, the train rattled down the track. 
And I, I would like to mention this is immediately after the last chapter. They have not talked yet. And then they make out for a while. <laughs> like a good long while. They make out. Uh, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's uh, uh, not within the characterization of Harry. I feel like Harry would be like, no, you have to tell me right now what is happening. to me. <laughs> right? Harry hates mysteries. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For the main character in a mystery series, yes, he does. <laughs> So they make out for a while, and then Draco um, shocks Harry's nipple. <laughs> you may I'm or may sorry. not have guessed what? that I am uh, that I'm summarizing a bit here, just because I didn't feel like I needed to read the part where we follow Draco into Harry's shirt and right, right. Anyway, just like static shock? No. Like a okay. magical shock. Magical shock to the nipple. Okay, great. <laughs> good, good, good. Glad we got there. What was that? I don't know, Draco said, feeling shocked and unsure of what Harry would do. The logical part of his brain kept telling him that it was Harry. And Harry wouldn't leave Draco if he was a mountain troll. Eh. But there was still that part telling Draco that Harry would walk right out the door, wanting nothing to do with him and his impure blood. Oh. Poor baby Draco. Yeah, he's got a lot of, like, this yeah. is a very trauma-informed response that's happening yeah. right now. He's this a poor, poor baby. baby duckling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh. What do you mean you don't know? Well, I have an idea. I guess this would be as good a time as any to tell you what's going on. I'm a Vila. <laughs> Harry blinked a little shocked. A little shocked? <laughs> <laughs> like his nipple was. He was like his nipple. <laughs> hey. <laughs> As in those ugly things with wings, which is not what Harry's thoughts were on Vila. No, not even close. Not even a little bit. But you know, that's okay. (laughs) That's fine too. Thanks, Potter. Really. Sorry. I, well, the image kind of stuck. Draco sighed. You may or may not know, but Vila's have mates. And I'm yours? Harry asked. Well, not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Vila's have their choice of potential mates, and you're one of mine. As is Abbott. But I think we both know who I'll choose. Harry's face fell, and he sniffed. God's Draco. I had our wedding all planned out, and now you're going to go marry some Hufflepuff. What? What? We? We? What? He's kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Draco reached across to Harry and pushed him. Stop being a dumbass. <laughs> Got him. Uh, so, how do you choose your mate? 
Well, my Vila is attracted to all these people, but I also feel. So, the person I like most out of the ones my Vila can mate with is the one I'll choose. So how do you choose? I mean, do you just say, I'll pick Abbott? (laughs) First off, I wouldn't pick Abbott if she was the last one left alive. Rude. Wow. That's a, listen. Rude. She's perfectly fine. (laughs) She She never seems really nice. Second, Drago paused for a minute. We have sex. Oh, that's how you pick? Mm-hmm. Then can you not go back on that? It's like a mm-hmm. one time and then one time thing, and then you're <laughs> oh, stuck together forever. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. How? What else would it be? What else would it be? I here. I was thinking that he wasn't gonna have to like like actually pick one. I guess. Oh or, yeah, like a no. forever one. So. Yeah, I think what's happening, though, is that, like, once he picks everybody, all the other ones will just kind of fall away, and he won't have to worry about touching people and smelling a bunch of oh, weird good. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Having vivid honestly, hallucinations preferable? and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so they go back and forth here for a little bit. They talk about what it means for them, because Draco's worried that his Vila impulses will take over, and he'll risk losing Harry, but... Harry wants their first time to be special, but Draco wants to be together forever, and he'll do anything to make that happen. <laughs> and it's really dramatic and angsty. Okay, and stuff. Draco's worried that if they don't have sex like right now, yeah, he's just going to. He, well, he he says that as time goes on, his Vila instincts are going to grow stronger, and he's afraid that they're, they'll take over, and he'll you know oh. do it with Hannah. Right, right, accidentally. right, 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 right. <laughs> right, 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 okay. And then okay. he'll be have to be in a love that smells of Christmas, so, you know, who would want that? Oh, oh man, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like, but Harry's very romantic, and he's like, I want right. it to mean something. I want it to be special. I love right. you. And Draco's like, I love you too. But blah, blah, blah. anyway, so around that point, Draco gets embarrassed by all the romance and emotion talk and leaves. <laughs> Conversation gets a little too serious and romantic, and Draco just, like, books it. (laughs) Draco's the one that's like, I want to spend my life with you, Yeah, he says that, and then he hears himself say those words, and is like, whoop, too embarrassing, gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then we'll go back to the story now. Harry sighed and sank back onto the seat burying his face in his hands as he cursed himself for having pushed Draco. Draco wouldn't even be in the same room as him for a week after he told Harry he loved him. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Somebody help this boy. This Draco is so funny. (laughs) I think, I feel like, like, I love you. Gotta go. Big, (laughs) big, big something. I don't know. But Harry was used to it. He would leave Draco alone for a while before seeking him out and approaching him slowly. <laughs> oh, this has happened like, okay, before. Good. It's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he when Draco told Harry he loved him, he wouldn't talk to him for a week. This has happened before, yes. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. 
gosh, yeah. <laughs> the last year. Really funny. <laughs> so um, after this, so Drago, Harry's like, oh my God, whatever. And so Ginny comes in at this point and um, they talk for a little bit. Ginny has taken over kind of best friend duties because Ron and Hermione don't want to hear about Draco and Harry being together at all. Right, they're, like, being they're still assholes. friends. And the story claims that they're still best friends and everything's fine, except any time that Draco comes up in conversation, they leave. Oh! <laughs> Which uh, is actually a dick move. That's a big dick move. Yep. So... But Ginny's, Ginny's Harry's best friend now, even though it says that it's still Hermione and Ron. It's Ginny. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Harry Harry tells her about everything that Draco's just told him. And they're talking. And then Harry gets cut off. Mm-hmm. Harry was cut off by the sound of Draco screaming. <gasps> Harry jumped up and rushed into the hall to see Draco running at him. <laughs> what, what is happening? They're still on the train. Oh, okay. Draco left. They're still on the train. <laughs> Draco's booking it down the hallway. Screaming. Draco, yes. Draco didn't slow down as he approached, but slammed into him, taking them both to the ground. (laughs) Is this his Vila instinct? What's happening? Not exactly. Draco touched as much of Harry as he could. (laughs) Just like in the hallway? Uh Uh-huh. Sighing as he once again smelled spring. Oh my God. (laughs) Draco... What happened? Harry asked from under Draco. He he accidentally touched someone else. Uh huh. What did? Want to guess smell who's like? upset him? Want to guess who's upset him? Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. What do you think Greg smells like? The sun. The sun. <laughs> Sunshine and. <laughs> sun. <laughs> Stupid, stupid, Uh stupid. stupid. (laughs) All right. No, it's not Greg. Oh, God. Weasley. Apple (laughs) pie. All the little redheaded kids. Don't let him near me. (laughs) I was going to guess Ron was the first one. So I'm glad that we got there. Honestly. Ron doesn't smell like Christmas. Ron smells like apple pie and children and children. Everybody smells like children, apparently. Hannah didn't. Hannah smelled like a cocktail party. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Harry and Ron both smelled like kids, though. Yes. Yeah. Apple pie. Does yeah. It, an American wrote this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think your 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 thoughts about seasons does kind of it it's kind of happening though I think because we got spring we got winter and now Ron smells like summer yeah exactly so <laughs> we, he's we're got- probably due for one more <laughs> this story is about to end I will tell you oh so we don't get a fourth one no so we can speculate wildly about who smells like fall. Mm. Blaze the beanie. No, Blaze doesn't smell no, like fall. No, Blaze does not smell like fall. It's not- I'm going to have to think on this. It's going to be someone wild, right? Because we got yeah. the mix so far is Harry, Hannah Abbott, and Ron. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to uh, be like, who would be a terrible match for Draco? It's going to be like... Like everyone is a terrible match for Draco yeah. is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> we could say any name here and it would be good. It's Tony. <laughs> Tony smells like fall. Tony smells like fall. 
Uh, Eloise Midgen. What? <laughs> anyway, no, it's so we're we're talking about Ron right now, though, right? Yes, apple right. pie. Yeah, Ron, mm-hmm. apple pie. Little redheaded kids. <laughs> My brother's a potential. Ginny asked. Draco just moaned. I'm <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Ginny got him. Got him. Every time. Uh, Harry laughed at the comment, which also got a small smirk from Draco. It was awful. I (laughs) swear, if he comes near me, I am throwing the nearest first year at him. (laughs) First years, they're so tiny. They're so tiny. You can just pick them right up. You can just pick them right up. those (laughs) 11-year-olds at Ron. (laughs) (laughs) Poor first year, Ginny said. Draco got off of Harry and gave him a hand up. The rest of the train ride was enjoyable. The three just talked, catching up on the things that happened over the summer. They were all a little disappointed when they reached the Hogsmeade station, but that was soon gone in the hustle and bustle of another year beginning. And that's where we end off. Wow. (laughs) Now, either we're only going to get one more or we're going to get... A lot more because we've only <laughs> seen Draco touch three people. What if every Everyone. person at Hogwarts oh, is a potential? Shit. Every student at Hogwarts. <laughs> he bumps into Ginny. Ginny also smells like summer. Yeah, but like sports in the summer. <laughs> what? Yeah, she's she's more of like a like a grass. Mm-hmm. smell than an apple pie smell because you know ron he loves food um <laughs> blaze zabini smells like rhinestones what? <laughs> and success <laughs> we're at, we're going through the whole crew greg smells what? like the sun <laughs> Boy, it smells like rhinestones and success. <laughs> Got a lot of thoughts. Oh my god! About that why not? <laughs> Send in your thoughts. I want to yeah. hear them. <laughs> the rest of every the student, is student, every smelling. single one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who? Anyway, thought that was a pretty funny Vila story. I like. I thought one. it was. Yeah, it had a lot of things that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Um, and I thought the pairings were very fun. The pairings are great. So nice work, though. You three for three did. I on did. your predictions. Very proud Yay. of you. So I was a little afraid that I had put too much pressure on you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when you said just do it, just three for three it, I was like, oh, I can three for three it. Then. Like I, I was given confidence in, okay. in that moment to just do do what my heart told me to do. Yeah, nice. <laughs> All right. Know if you uh, three for three did as well. Yeah, we want to know. We'd love to hear from you. And now it's time for a, a quick, quick fix. fix. Quick fix is a segment where one of us will quickly summarize a story that we've read that maybe wasn't right quite right for like a full podcast episode for whatever reason. What do you have for us today, Sequoia? Um I I've got a really, really, really quick, quick fix for you today. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Go for it. Um, this was sent in by a listener. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Interlude for a Longer Piece. Okay. Um, and I honestly, like the fic itself is kind of whatever, but the pairing, just uh-huh. needs, I just needed to say it out loud with my human mouth. Uh-huh. Rubius Hagrid slash Argus Filch. What? <laughs> what is this pairing? Who decided to this pairing the pairing? How could you have a powerful pairing like that and not have a powerful fic? <laughs> I'll put the fanfiction, the link to the fanfiction in the in the description if anybody wants to read it. But um <laughs> Argus Filch slash uh, Rubius Hagrid. There you go. There you have it, everybody. Alrighty. Well, thank you for sending that in to us. That that is an extremely powerful pairing. <laughs> now it's time for the, the Rex Zone. Zone. I've got some Wolf Star fluff today. Yay! Uh, we love to read it. This is a fic called Second Star to the Right. And I think if I remember correctly, it's like Remus's birthday and Sirius takes him on a date to the Astronomy Tower. Cute. The Astronomy Tower. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, there's some cute little star for you all. The link to that will be in the description of this episode and it will also be on our website fanaticalfix.com also on our website is a link to our story submission form the quick fix today was submitted on the story submission form keep sending Mm -hmm. us those powerful rare pairs also on the website you can find our merch we've got um like some bookmarks and fun stuff like that on the website and then we also have a link to our t public where we have a variety of designs on things like t-shirts mugs posters pillows etc tote yeah. bags so much laptop cases <laughs> notebooks uh-huh you're gonna list every single piece of the thing that they can get face masks yeah pins yeah magnets yeah wall hangings yeah i was about to say you were only missing tapestries but you know there you go <laughs> <laughs> and other apparel items <laughs> You can also find us on social media at Fanatical Fix on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Let Send us know... in those Hogwarts student smells. <laughs> I want to hear them. <laughs> if you want to send in the entire list of the Hogwarts students' body and oh their God. smells, you can do that oh at our God. email, fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Please don't do that. Please do that. <laughs> Uh, if you want to help out the pod, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or tap it in Morse code through your wall to whatever's <laughs> living in your walls. I bet they'd love some podcast wrecks. <laughs> no. um, or, you know, in the same vein, uh, Trick the planet 2022. People out there have been doing some good work trapping their friends in cars Mm -hmm. on road trips. 
casually having the podcast on in the background when somebody you know who you think would like would is in the same room as you. Yep. All doing great work. Keep it up. You can also help us out by joining us on Patreon. I dropped an unplanned Patreon plug earlier in the episode. We've got some very fun bonus content on there. So go ahead and check that out. One of the other perks of Patreon beyond the bonus content is after a few months uh, supporting us at some of our tiers, you get a shout out on on the podcast alongside a story summary, which Sequoia is going to do for us now, Sequoia. There's nothing in the world that could get between Miss Hermione Granger and the library. That is, until a new librarian comes to Hogwarts. Mm. When Madame Pince finally decides to retire, Dumbledore thinks it's high time the student body wanted to hang out at the library. (laughs) What better place for the students to gather? And in order to make the library a hip and happening destination, he hires the newly graduated Fred and George as the new librarians. (laughs) Will Hermione be able to stand all the raucous crowds now partying in the library at all hours? Or will a new place of solace in the castle lead her to form a new romance among the plants in the greenhouses? Nice work! Mm. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes you really kill it on these. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Our thanks to Sirius Lay. Elaine Mangini, Zach Hawley, and Caitlin. Your support means so, so much to us. Thanks also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their song Wolf Star as our theme song. You can find their whole discography at thewhompingwillows.bandcamp.com. Bye!